Blog Talk Radio. Women have the power to transform this world. We can end crime and violence if we all agree to do one thing. Share. Let's share our wisdom, share our time, share our talents, share our finances, but most of all, let's share our love. This is The Female Solution. Join me, Naima Latif, every morning, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Standard Time, as we bring you stimulating discussions about the issues affecting our lives. If you're listening online at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the-female-solution, press the blue button that says follow and get our daily topics every morning directly to your email and your smartphone. Hi, I'm Naima Latif. Executive Producer of the Female Solution Radio Show. We invite you to call in 515-605-9325 and participate in this daily think tank as we examine the challenges we face and develop solutions that restore peace and harmony. We are global transformers, changing the world from the way it is to the way it should be. We are one. Wherever we live on this earth, We are one human family. On behalf of our team of radio hosts, I'd like to extend a greeting to all the members of our family, whenever and wherever you may be listening around the world. To our family in China, Ni Hao. In India, Namaste. In Japan, Konnichiwa. In Korea, Annyeonghaseyo. In Russia, Zdrastutsye. In Germany, Guten Tag. In Poland, Dzień Dobry. In France, bonjour. In Spain, hola. In Italy, ciao. In Egypt, athen wasalan. In Ghana, akwaba. In Nigeria, peleo. In South Africa, saobona. In Senegal, nangadef. In Kenya, jambo. In Israel, shalom. In Pakistan, Afghanistan, and Saudi Arabia, assalamu alaikum. Greetings. And may peace be upon you all. What if you could live to be 120 years old and remain active, healthy, alert, and vibrant? Our bodies are made up of cells that are constantly rejuvenating. So if we take proper care of ourselves, we can literally defy aging. Join us every Tuesday from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Standard Time to learn about self-cell care from Susan Essentials on the Female Solution Blog Talk Radio Show. Learn how to help your body and yourself feel rejuvenated each day through proper nutrition, sleep, frequency medicine, and many unconventional methods of self-care. I'm Jody Susan. Join me and my amazing guests by calling in at 515 605-9325 and press 1 to speak. We'll help you achieve a breakthrough in your health today. Grand Rising, everyone. And I am excited to be here this morning. And, um, you know, a lot of people are talking and sharing about the interesting energy that we're having. It's a challenging energy, and it gives us uh, time to pause 
And it gives us a time to co-create with the universe. And it gives us time to recreate who we want to be. And I met two beautiful people. Reverend Jen Chung, Silverfire, and Carlos Pereno. And really, at the end of the day, when we're co-creating with the universe and recreating who we are and aspiring to be the best version of, of ourselves, what are we here to do? We're here to love. And so that's what we're going to talk about today. And without further ado, Grand Rising. So, um, how are you guys doing? Oh, you got muted. Oh, because you're blowing your nose. All good. You're allowed to sneeze online. <laughs> so, um, I'm very excited to have you both here, and uh, Carlos, to have you share about why you created Here to Love, what inspired you. S- start with that, would you mind? And you know, tell us tell us all about you. Let's start with that. Like, you know. You, did you just say you traveled more during COVID? Interesting. Oh, no fear. No fear. No fear. Absolutely. It's a very high vibration. I just want people to understand that. <laughs> yeah. What was what this so high you did too. Awesome. I did. <laughs> and not because I was afraid to travel because of uh, any um, uh, disease. Like, that doesn't scare me at all. The people did. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I got chased around Whole Foods because I wasn't, you know, not wearing the mask. So I got chased by this man at Whole Foods and at the, uh, at the beginning, and I got scared. So I'm like, okay, I don't need these people. <laughs> I'll just pause for a while. Thank you very much. So, but go ahead. So you traveled more, spreading love. I apologize. Go ahead. Mm. shy away from being grateful or they shy away from love? Totally. Yeah, I mean, I totally agree. I mean, they, 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 a lot of people like to go to know. I call it going to know, right? They're finding the negative. And um, oftentimes, um, 
and I know you know this, but we'll, we'll just bring it up as a topic, okay, <laughs> that if, and, um, and this is, everyone, this is um, the um, Here to Love website, right? Um, if you're watching, and you can watch on YouTube, uh, LinkedIn, Facebook. You can listen in on podcast, uh, Podbean or Blog Talk. And you can call into the show if you want to contribute um, or ask questions. Um, the call-in number is 515-605-9325. Press 1, and then we'll bring you on uh, to um, ask questions or, or share. I see my husband's on Block Talk. Thank you, Andrew. We love you. <laughs> so... Um, <clears throat> But there are people that, you're right, they expect the negative or, or bad outcomes. And when you think about the universal law of attraction, then that's what you're going to get. Would you agree? Okay. Hold on one second. We're, I understand that we cannot be heard on blog talk, so let me just uh, pause us for a second. Um, so, uh, a- Andrew, can you hear yet on blog talk? Um, is it uh, says Grand Red, your guest voice isn't coming through on blog talk. Just silence whenever your guest speaks. You have to put your phone on. Speaker. Okay, so I guess what we're going to do is um, I'm going to call into the show myself um, and um, blog talk. And I'm just going to pivot. I'm going to go to commercial while we're doing this. So uh, give me one moment and we're going to just kind of pivot to me. Welcome to Blog Talk Radio.
Welcome to Blog Talk Radio. Please hold and you'll be able to listen to the show. Okay, so we're having technical issues, and uh, we would love for everybody to come back who is on Blog Talk. We had probably 12 people up there at least, um, but we can't hear on Blog Talk, um, and I don't know why. Um, and uh, Naima, if you can call uh, me back to um, let me know uh, what we're supposed to do. She's our executive producer. And here she is. Hold on. Okay. So, Naima, you're on. Naima, you're on. Yes. Uh, it's, 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 so what are you okay, well, I have to hang this up this annoying. Okay. Um all right. So uh I I I oh, I know what we're gonna do. Um let's all um bring in source energy, right? And we're gonna clear the energy, the technology energy right now that's interfering with people hearing about love. All 
All right. If I could have some feedback from my husband, whether or not uh, anybody you can hear me on Blog Talk, that would be awesome. Uh, you can hear me on Blog Talk. That's awesome. And clear. Boom, chaka, laka, laka, laka. Who said energy work doesn't work? And um, actually, Andrew, can you, uh, Jen, uh, Jen was just giggling. Can you hear them? <clears throat> Hold on one second. So, <clears throat> Naima. All right. Can you hear on Blog Talk? Because I think we, uh, Andrew said they could. Jen, can you say something to see if we can test you? Yes, it is. Carlos, can you say the same thing or something similar? Thank you. Okay, Naima and Andrew, did you hear uh, our guest speak? Oh, Andrew saying. But I, we can't hear them on blog talk. So I, it, it, now, what I suggest is you can do a two-way call through your phone with them, and they just put your phone on speaker. Well, yeah, actually, you only have to put it on speaker because if you do a two-way call and just bring, just bring, then they'll be able to be heard on blog talk because they can hear it through your phone. Because we can hear you, but we can't hear them. Okay. And so, is there a way to end blog talk and restart it? I don't know if that would do it or not. Um, oh, well, why not invite, invite them to talk on Blog we, Talk? Because we, we can hear you. But if you can do like a conference call on your phone so that all the voices are coming through on your phone. Can't do that. But what I can, I'm going to invite them on Blog Talk. And could you guys please uh, send me in the private chat your email address? Or maybe they can just call into the to blog talk. Let's see what that creates. Yeah, you can call into blog talk as well. Maybe it's Yes, it's bottom five one five six zero five nine three two five. Yep. Hopefully that won't, won't create a, a sound issue because I know there's a delay with the sound of blog talk, but perhaps it won't be confusing with an echo or anything. Okay. And then um, I have a number that's starting in 808278. Okay. Let me bring you on. Um, you might have to mute yourself on on the pod page. <clears throat> yeah, that's why I was suggesting that you just do the uh, like the conference call feature, feature on your phone if that works, and then be from your phone because then that way there's only one sound as opposed to multiple sounds that could get confusing. Okay, I can. Uh, can you? It's it's gone. I. What do you want with that? No, no. It's, it was a new addition. It's probably one of the reasons why we're having an issue. Um. So 
<clears throat> Can I get your phone number put in the private chat, please? So if you call into my phone or you call in there, I can mute another area. Yeah, that, that, that's what I was saying. The, the simplest way is if you do a conference call on your phone, and that way there's only one sound system that everybody's going through. So even though... I got uh, you. Yep. Facebook is, is I, no, I got you. Okay, you know, so we, we can you guys call in? Okay, Jen, we can hear you. You said we cannot hear Jen. We can hear Carlos. The show? Are you? Yeah, that's what I thought. So you're on. So then can you hear Jen now, Naima? Uh, let me see if I can hear her through. Are, are you talking now, Jen? Uh, Jen, say anything. Testing. And then can you call into the show, Carlos? He, he called me, so I merged the call, so we should be on conference now. Okay. Can you hear? Okay. Yeah, I can hear now. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to mute you. Hold on. So um, now can you see? So I'm calling um, the show's phone number. I believe you should be able to hear me? Yep. I can hear you fine. Carlos? Uh, I don't hear John anymore. I hear her on the phone. Right. So if you hear her on the phone, they can all hear you. Oh. Okay, let me put it on speaker. Let me mute you. Hold on. Now, go ahead. Can you go ahead and speak for me, Carlos? Carlos? Can you hear me? Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. And Jen? And Jen? Yes. Yeah, but I just, yeah, but I, I hear myself now coming back. Yes, because <clears throat> the audio is playing from the computer so that we hear you. Um, unless, well, I can turn off the, hold on. Okay, now there should be no feedback from Jody from my side. Jody should say something. Okay. Feedback. Are you, are you, why don't you call, why, why don't I call you on my phone? Let me try that. Let me try that. So I'm going to close that up. And thank, uh, thank you everybody for your patience as we uh, work this through and we, uh, I'm just going to unmute Jen and Mark. Okay, so one, seven. Okay, so we're just going to pipe in. We're getting creative, everybody. This is a, so I guess we're going to talk a little bit about agility, right? Like how are you agile in the face of, um, of issues, right? Like, Okay, so Jen, I got you on. I'm going to add um, Carlos. All right. And we appreciate everybody. Well, (laughs) we lost the entire show. 
Um, I'm manifesting that they all come back. There we go. You have to answer your phone. Can you answer your phone? Please leave your message for seven three two eight seven five two eight two two. Okay, can you answer your phone? All right, so Jen, um, I need for Carlos to answer his phone. Well, he's already. We're already on the call together. Oh. I, I merged. Oh, okay. I was not aware. Okay. I was calling. All right. So how are we doing now? How's that work? Can uh, Naima, can you text us and let us know if, if uh, they can be heard? Good morning. Can you all hear me? I can hear you great. Naima, can you hear Carlos? All right, so we're going to move forward. So I'm going to assume that everybody can be heard. So um, and here to laugh. So okay, so let's let's talk about the fact that a lot of lot of people don't feel that they're lovable, right? And that so, is correct. So a, a lot of people, for, you know, for some odd reason, they do not, uh, you know, they do not feel that they're worthy of love. You know, um, I don't, you know, and it's a, it's something that they need to learn to clear because we are all, you know, um, worthy of love. You know, and that is that's something, especially different situations within their life, you know, that gives them that that impression or maybe just uh, past experiences where they've been mistreated, uh, you know, and that's one of the things that we have discussed in some of, uh, some of my uh, group events. It's, it's that, you know, that was, those are unfortunate situations, but it doesn't mean that, you know, you have to continue to allow that. You know, that's where we kind to we're trying to uh, we we start, you know, preaching you know self love. You know that that you have to love yourself enough to understand that what's happening is not right, and you know that you need to basically you know understand that that you know that yeah those things were not were not correct. Uh, and you need to start asking to, you know, for a uh, better treatment, um, you know, start setting, learning to set boundaries for yourself and basically letting others know that there's some things that you will no longer allow. And uh, so, so, so let's talk about that for a minute, right? So one, you said people have it's important to learn self-love, which is self-respect, which is being willing 
to set boundaries. Now, some people don't even know what a boundary is. So let's talk about what is a boundary. Jen, do you want to share what a boundary is? Because I know you know, and I know you know too, Carlos, but we're just going to let Jen share. Have <laughs> share about boundaries. <laughs> yeah, what are boundaries and why are they so important? Well, there's different types of boundaries, of course. You know, um, one is, is a differentiation between ourselves and the world or or what is other than ourselves. So that is one of um, who am I and who is everybody else. And so there's, there's those kinds of boundaries in terms of um, energetics, right, and the differentiation. And then there's also what is acceptable or unacceptable to me or my experience and what is respect according to me for me and that boundary that that um i'm i'm i am assuming that carlos is talking about has to do with that things acceptable for me and when is it not and when people cross over that boundary of what is acceptable or unacceptable in terms of love respect um oh i lost you i just lost you jen okay jen we just lost you what when you said when we um, what's acceptable and unacceptable in terms of uh, uh, crossing that boundary? Yeah, so there's a, there's a line of essentially of like what is acceptable, what is unacceptable, what is respectful, what is loving um, that we all define, and we can call that a boundary. Right, and it's different for each person, right, Jen? It is. So you can't apply necessarily, you can try, you can't necessarily apply all your boundary lessons that you learn, let's say, that you and Carlos learned together, right? You can't necessarily expect the next person that you're friends with to feel that that's the same for them. They may have different uh, definitions of what respect and boundaries are, right? Hold as to what, what something is acceptable to them um, than I have myself. And so it, it's, it's learning, it's about communication, of course, and learning, and also um, when we operate with, with love, and then, then, then it's makes things a little bit more with attention, right? And so sometimes, though, that's like what we were talking about is, um, do we know what love is? Well, it's a great question. Do we know what it is? What is love, right? And we may all have slightly different definitions of love. Well, and what needs to exist for love to persist. 
right? Meaning, can we have love without respect? Can we have love, like, just, like, actually just that? Like, can you, like, I think you can love somebody if even if they don't respect you, but you won't like them, so you won't be in relationship with them. You'll love them from afar. What do you think? I could be wrong, so, you know, you feel free to counteract. Oh, <laughs> well, I personally agree with what you're saying. Um, you know, we are, the way we want to, you know, be loving is by showing love uh, in an unconditional way, right? And what that means is that, you know, you don't have to do anything for me to love you. Right. So the, the practice is in that. It's like, how do you love, you know, others, uh, whether regardless of how they see you, uh, you know, because you don't love somebody because they love you. It should be, you know, you love them and you teach them to love, you know, with their actions and the way you behave and the way you are. And not necessarily, it, it, it's, it may not necessarily mean that they'll love you back but it'll teach them to love maybe another. And that's where, you know, it's in one way or another, it does create a a healing circle because whether they pass it forward, they pass it back, they're still learning to, you know, apply love. So. Yeah. I, I think it's like, here's the thing. And I'm just going out on a limb and saying this, that like, I think, that we grow up thinking that love is easy, right? And that, and it, and it can be, by the way, very, very easy. But we grew up with this Cinderella story that love is, for, as a woman, okay, speaking for the female population and not all the female population because they don't all think this way. <laughs> and they all didn't have the same experiences. It's just an opinion according to Jody. So... That, like, I grew up uh, that a man was going to come, a knight in shining armor type thing, on his white horse, and he's going to marry me, and I'm going to wear that big Cinderella dress, it's big and poofy, and then I'm going to live in that castle that they mentioned, right? (laughs) You know, like that, that's love. But, you know, so Cinderella and her Prince Charming are like having like this, you know, uh, amazing life together, but they don't show you what's going on in the background. They're not showing you the fact that you get lessons and you have crucial conversations and you have to really fully understand your partner. And you can't really fully understand your partner, I don't think, until you start really fully understanding yourself, which means you have to start with, which we talked about earlier, self-love, right? (laughs) So, I mean, it's just an opinion, but go ahead. Why don't you take it from there, either one of you? Mm-hmm. Right, and and so 
um, that unconditional love that Rose was talking about is is that you know it's so high vibration it's measurable you know and however it's like one of those mysterious like well what is that you know there's a lot of things that we can say that connect us to that like the the whole gratitude or that giving feeling or compassion or joy bliss all these aspects are in certain ways related to love right so so when we have that then um, you know, how do we get to self-love? We talk about self-love as being really important. Well, what do I do in order to love myself? What does that look like for someone who um, has has grown up, let's say, in an abusive family or something like that? Are they receiving love? Do they know? Do they learn what love is? You know, so where can we look for that, or where where do we find that? Where do we tap into that um, to to know how do I love myself? How do I love others? Um, and I'm presenting questions for you know for us. Well, yeah, and how do I love others without losing myself? Because a lot of women and men lose themselves in love, and then they don't know how to. There's a, there was a, a movie, honestly, I don't remember what it was, but I remember the segment. And um, there was a woman, and uh, she was with these different men, like in long-term relationships. And whichever man she was dating, her favorite eggs was whatever his was, right? Like sunny side up, scrambled, poached, over easy, um, like name, you know, with cheese, you know, like whatever it was. And so then when she finally decided to get to know who she was, she went out to this diner and she ordered all the eggs in all the different forms and ate all the eggs and tasted all the eggs to find out what does she really like. And so eggs are a great example, but what do you really like in life, right? What, That's also the, the whole boundaries thing, right? It's like, like um, and it's a lot, a lot of very, very easy women to be like this. It's like, okay, I'm gonna match someone, um, and so the that differentiation of what is mine and what do I like becomes lost because I'm so focused on another and focused on um, liking them, loving them, or wishing to like and love them and be having that reciprocated that I forget. What do I like? What do I desire? Which egg do I like? Um, and so that that is important to know, okay, this is mine. This is me. I like this type of egg. And I'm okay with other people liking other types of egg. We, we can have different preferences over what we like. And we don't have to agree, right? We don't have to agree on everything, which I think is a huge thing. I remember the one of the first times my husband and I had a disagreement, and I just looked at him, I go, you actually don't have to agree with me, and I don't have to agree with you. Like, it's okay. You can have your own opinion. Okay. <laughs> you know? And by the way, you're not wrong about it. It just means you have a different opinion. 
And I think that's where the list is. We can raise people's hearts if they can have an opinion that's different than their mate and still be whole. They don't have to be wrong. They don't have to be less than. They can just have a different opinion and be there and still be loved. We we are all divine beings. Yes, we are. We're all divine, and there is actually nothing inherently wrong with us. We are all deserving. Mm-hmm. We are all good enough, and therefore, and, and we are. Um, Yes, we we absolutely deserve, you know, all the goodness, all the love, all the the joy for for being. And there's 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 only our own or society's opinions or ideas or or our judgment of ourselves. Well, there's a big, I mean, we can spend a long time on deserve level. And welcome, Charles Key, to the show. Um, We can talk a lot about deserve level around love, right? Like, a lot of people's deserve level is in the toilet when it comes to whether or not they deserve love because uh, their parents and this, we're not here to diss people's parents, okay? Because par- the parents did the best that they could with what they knew. So, um, so I just want to put that out there. So a lot of people's parents demonstrated love in the way that they knew how, but it didn't resonate with the child. And, and um, I'm going to tell a story, Okay. My husband has heard me talk about my mom and how what an amazing soul she is because she was an amazing soul, my best friend, and I loved her inside and out despite her faults. And the other week, Andrew and I were discussing the concept of being passive-aggressive. And I turned to him and I said, you know, my mom was passive aggressive. She would withhold information. She, you know, there's like a whole slew of things that people, you know, you know, can do to be passive aggressive. And that's another show. Okay. And we're not going to go into that list. And he looked at me like, but you talk about how awesome your mom was. And I said, and she was. She was the best person on the flipping planet, despite the fact that she was passive aggressive because she also worked through it. Now, it was, I was like 50 by the time she, or 48 by the time she worked through it, but she was, a, she was such a bright light. And she just didn't have the skill set about what it meant to communicate in a healthy way. She didn't know how to be direct. Because she wasn't provi- she wasn't allowed to be direct as a child. She wasn't allowed to be heard. 
And it really, the light went off for him. Like, oh, wow, I can be flawed and loved all at the same time. I'm like, yes. (laughs) So, you know, the story is, right, really just you can be flawed because we all are and loved simultaneously. Because we're all working on ourselves and we're all healing. So, thoughts? Yeah, I believe we, you know, we tend to be our biggest critics when it comes to ourselves. And um, one of the first things that we need to do uh, is, is forgive ourselves. You know, we, we are very hard on ourselves. We need to forgive ourselves. We need to remember that we are enough, you know, that we can and you know can be loving and uh and that we can make mistakes we're all you know we're all learning what you know how we're all learning from our experiences our mistakes um so you know i believe it is very important to you know basically you know you stumble you fall but you get back up and you learn from your mistakes and you you know you continue to do your best um and we we need to also be aware that you know, and those around us are, are going through the same. So we need to be a little bit patient with others that are in their own path, their own process, uh, you know, because not everybody moves at the same pace. Um, so there's a lot of uh, compassion and, and just understanding that, you know, we're all in this together. Right? We're all trying to go to the same place. We're all trying to, you know, have a joyous life and, and enjoy everything around us. It's just some of us, mm-hmm. you know, we're, we need to be reminded that it's okay to do that and it's okay to enjoy your life and, you know, live happily and, you know, and to expect good things and, you know, just, just to expect the things that we, we deserve a lot and we, we don't think we do. So. Well, and, and I want to, so you're absolutely right. We do deserve a lot and we deserve have the best that life has to offer and we deserve to choose to reprogram our belief systems about how lovable or not lovable we are right Um, and I would also um, say that there's an opportunity to replace some languaging in in our world so many of us when we're thinking about the hiccups in life we we use the word mistake maybe it's not maybe it's just a lesson for us to grow and flower and you know like that that's possible right I mean because if we get one thing out to the universe today to get people closer to love it's to stop condemning yourself and stop looking at mistakes as mistakes and just look at mistakes as lessons, which is there's no forgiveness needed in a lesson. It's just like you go to school, you have a lesson. You're in earth school, right? And now you don't have to go through the process of forgiving yourself for a mistake because God just gave you a lesson that you can take and learn, put into your into your hat. And, you know, back into your file cabinet so that you're going to use that lesson 
somewhere in the future for the greater good. Now that's a that's like a huge shift in people's mindset. What do you think, Jen, Carlos? Who who wants to talk first? <laughs> Ladies first. <laughs> You know, of, of letting go of the idea that of mistakes. You know, everything is about perspective, and we all have. You know, you can have different perspectives. Thinking something is bad, or seeing things from a different perspective of, oh, it was a lesson, and what can I learn from this, and how do I keep from making the same error? You know, and it's kind of like um, I have the nerdy computer geeky side to me where in, in computers and programming, you know, there's, there's errors occasionally that come up. And you simply correct the error. There is no good or bad aspect of it. It's simply is, right? So I put in that extra period, you know, and, and it's like, ooh, that's actually an error. It, it makes uh, a, a computer program stop running because there's an extra period. So it's like looking at that from a place of of um, letting go of that judgment. It's like, oh, it co- okay, simply correct it, or like, oh, I know what I did, and and therefore in the future I can choose something different or choose a different action. So, so there is that letting go of mistakes and seeing things as lessons, like you say, or seeing things as as an experience, and and giving self compassion for the error occurring or for the lesson. That's like, okay, I I've yet to learn this lesson. Getting this lesson, or oh, I got it, I recognize this, and now I'm choosing a path, and I'm not repeating something that I've done before. So the recognition of of self improvement, for example, or even recognizing a situation, or or recognizing when I choose to take a breath and be loving, or or to take a moment to be more patient. Um, those are all fantastic things. Carlos? Well, I totally agree with that. Um, definitely, you know, we need to remember to look at, you know, the experiences for what they are. They are lessons. You know, everything we do is a lesson uh, in the outcome. You know, it's basically just, you know, the, you know, what we get out of the lesson. Uh, and yes, and it will repeat itself if we, you know, if we don't learn from the lesson. Uh, and often, you know, a lesson, you know, will repeat. Like, it's, it's almost, um, they happen often when we're trying to learn something and you just haven't quite gotten it yet. It will repeat itself and you will hopefully recognize it and, you know, to avoid it and catch maybe something you're doing that's uh, something that you're, you know, you're, you're redoing and you can now 
uh, basically say you've learned the lesson and move on to the next lesson. I mean, that's just, you know, the life is the, you know, the, the journey of all those lessons. Um, if he had not been to learn, I mean, Done here, right? <laughs> so we'd be ascended yeah. masters. Yeah. So totally, you know, makes that I agree with that. Well, it is 8:59, and even though our um, uh, our show had hiccups in the middle. Um, I am going to go to commercial break and um, we'll be back in a few minutes and uh, go get your coffee, go potty, go do that. And um, we'll be right back with you. All right. Let's see here. All right, we are back, and it uh, looks like Carlos is still getting his coffee, which is all good. <laughs> so, um, you know, one of the things that uh, and we have Chris joining us this morning. Thank you, Chris, for being here. Good morning. Um, one of the things that I think is important for people to explore um, is, you know, all of our, it's our brain health, because all of our emotions are in our hippocampus and the amygdala, like all of that, right? And if we're not taking good care of our brain, um, it impacts how we perceive the world and how the world perceives us, and quite frankly, even if we think that we're lovable. And um, most people, after watching this show, have known that I was on a very long health journey of almost two decades. Um, I had toxic brain, so, uh, so what that would look like on a scan would be underperforming parts of the brain, and, um, you know, because of an overload exposure to toxins like, you know, chemicals in our food and water supply, electromagnetic frequencies. And so if 
you have un- if you have underperforming parts of the brain, meaning low blood flow to those areas of the brain, then how can your executive center, your brain, right, <laughs> effectively function and, and co-create with the rest of the universe because it controls your entire body and your emotions? And so I want to go out on a limb and say that if you don't feel loved and you don't feel loved and you don't feel lovable and all those other things, start looking at those things that support your brain health, like proper nutrition. And I kind of did an experiment where someone, uh, someone I know well um, said, well, you really don't need to be taking nutrients all the time. You should be able to get all your nutrition from your food. And I thought, well, that's a should. And I'll try it out, right? And really, our food supply is nutrient deficient, which made me nutrient deficient. And my emotions went into the toilet. So I'm back taking all my vitamins, and I feel good, and I feel lovable, And I feel love. And so I want to say that if you're listening and you don't feel lovable and you don't feel loved, you need to start connecting all of that, not only to your mindset, but your nutritional intake. Because we are all connected, mind, body, spirit. Do you guys want to add to that? I'll let Jen go, or Carlos go first. Sorry. Oops. <laughs> Carlos? Sure, sure. Uh, yes, actually, I, you know, I, uh, I believe that, you know, in order to be healthy, it's, it's you know, all three, five, body, mind, soul, body, mind, spirit. And, um, you know, we need to be aware, you know, that they, you know, they affect, they, you know, you know, being, your body being, uh, healthy affects your mind being healthy and affects your spirit being healthy and and you know and and it works you know the other way around. So if your you know your body's physically well, but then your mind isn't, you know it also you know affects the other two. And then of course spiritually, we want to be with, uh, healthy in that aspect as well. So so the goal. At least personally, what I what I believe that the goal is to be, you know, try to have that balance of trying to grow in all the aspects, you know, keep your body healthy, your mind healthy, and your spirit healthy, you know, through different practices, you know. So mentally, you know, we we do discussions and try to talk and try to, you know, verbally, you know, understand how to feel better, uh, you know, mind, you know. I, you know, through self-love, we try to promote wellness. So we add, you know, some kind of practice or exercise. I mean, some people prefer, you know, yoga, and, you know, for just uh, exercising. Other people just prefer just, you know, running and, you know, uh, those kind of exercises. Um, and then spiritual, spiritually, you know, trying to add that, some kind of spiritual practice whether it's prayer or, you know, just, you know, meditation, you know, it just 
an avenue, a path towards, you know, growing spiritually. So when you put all three things together, of course it creates a, you know, you, you're growing um, as a whole. And it's very, you know, that's how it kind of used to be healthier in the, you know, in a better balance. So, yeah, all definitely, I believe we need to, you know, we need to make sure we, we don't uh, disregard one aspect. You know, we need to kind of keep an eye on all three aspects of, our, of, you know, of us to try to grow. You know. Totally. Um, Jen, would you like to add to that? healing is, isn't it? Um, Healing is, defining healing is for us to become whole and complete. So that is body, mind, spirit, um, as you both say. And I do agree with, you know, Jody, that there is an aspect of our physical being here where we're more than our spirit and more than our physicality. Right. So, so yes, there are things that we can utilize nutrition, um, some supplements that will support our physicality in our physical body and our physical wellness. And then, um, you know, one of the things that I, I ask people is, you know, when we're feeling unloving or unloved, we're feeling unwell, we're feeling sad or depressed or even any other negative emotion, and then I have a question of how much are we beating ourselves up? We do this on the mental level, um, and sometimes it, it's like we're bombarding ourselves with negativity, not only negativity in a general sense, we actually attack ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know, how often um, in the past have I had the thought of, oh my God, oh, why did I do that stupid thing? That's so stupid. Why am I so stupid? So let me clear all that and nullify what I just said. Um, however, we have these types of thoughts. You know, we're actually the Sorry. And so, so then, you know, is, um, do I recognize when I'm beating myself up? You know, um, do I tell myself, uh, I, I'm so ugly today because, you know, I don't, or, 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 I'm bloated, I'm fat, or whatever. all these things make a difference um, in my life. You know, it's I wouldn't say these things to another person, so why am I saying this to myself? Yeah, and since we're made up of so much water, Jen, I mean, I, I just put it on the screen here, you know, Emoto, yeah. And so, you know, I, I want people to visually see what beating yourself up does to your body because your body's made up of mostly water or 70% water, whatever. So love is that beautiful little sparkly thing in the middle. Look at disgust and evil. 
I mean, that's just not pretty. That's what the noise was in the background. I was trying to show the video, but it was giving me a commercial ahead of time. So I apologize for that. But the point is that, you know, um, you know, there's a physical response, right? There's a, a physical response and a biological response to the emotion that you put out in the world and the emotion that you put on yourself. So if you don't really want to acknowledge the feeling or that you feel awful, look at the feeling. <laughs> like visualize the feeling because it's right here on the screen. Go ahead. Go ahead. Take it away. So there's, yeah. uh, I just want to mention something real quick. Uh, so for those listeners that are not aware of what they're watching, you know, this was a, an experiment that was uh, conducted uh, with water and basically uh, giving it or basically telling it or saying things to, to water and, and freezing it. And this is the outcome. So they, they, they took samples and they were loving to it or they they were being mean or you know just letting it giving it that intent and this was a very obvious and i you know i i know you guys uh discussed this last week but i you know i was very aware of this experiment and i've actually also brought it up in several discussions because you know we we do have an effect uh so we need to be very mindful of our words and, you know, onto others and onto ourselves. Well, yeah, because that vibration not only goes into yourself and to others, it goes into other, uh, it goes into the entire universe, other planets. And so you have to ask yourself, you know, do you want the rest, do you want your family to vibrate like that, that low? Do you want, because it's not pretty. Um, do you want yourself to vibrate like that? And and what then happens to your plants? I was talking to a girl who was helping me um, clean up my house, and she's actually a healer, and she's amazing. And I, just for giggles, I said, yeah, I said, have you ever cooked while you're mad? Oh, she goes, oh, no. She goes, I would never cook while I'm mad. And I said, well, why is that? She said, the food would be toxic. And I said, yes, ma'am. So, well, I want to share that because, so my mom, again, I honor my mom. I love my mom. She was my best friend and, like, full of flaws. Love her anyway, right? So she would cook. When she was grieving, she would batch cook, actually, while she was grieving. (laughs) So do you know what I got? I mean, like, clearing that shit. Right? I mean, think about that. Just saying. Like, you know, so if you're cooking while you're grieving... It could be bad. 
Chris says, are your words a blessing or a curse? This is what I ask. Mm-hmm. Great question to ask, Chris. For us to recognize what we are thinking, um, the words that come out of our mouth is um, only a small, small fraction of what goes on in our head. So if I want my life to change, I start with my thoughts, what I'm thinking, and the, the only way is to pay attention to be mindful and, and recognize what am I thinking from moment to moment. And, you know, um, um, Arnold was talking about gratitude, you know, and, and that is, you know, it, it is such, such an easy way to shift energy is to express gratitude, um, whether within or without. Uh, because with gratitude, with any situation, if I look for what I can be grateful about, even in a so-called negative situation, it starts to shift the energy. It starts to raise the vibration of the energy. So if I get into an argument with someone, I'm in, I'm in like, you know, negative emotions, anger or frustration, or maybe even sadness, um, and I and I, if I step back, maybe maybe it takes me some time to like, okay, let me calm down, let me center myself, then I can look at, okay, what what was the lesson I did? You know, what is this lesson? What can I learn from this? Or what is this experience about? And what can I be grateful about the situation? What is good about the situation? Because we live in a world of duality. It's all about perspective, right? I can look at something and say, oh, that's bad. Or I can look at something, well, what's good about this? So it's a shift in perspective, a shift in mindset, or even it might be simply letting go of judgment, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of times what, 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 what gets us in trouble is our own judgment about something because of our perspective. If I start to look at something, I'm like, oh, this, I learned this, or, ah, oh, I see myself and I understand myself better because of this situation, then I can express gratitude and I can, like, like increase and raise my vibration levels and get to a place closer to love. Yes, um, and it takes self-awareness to do that. It takes calming the brain to do that. So many people um, don't know that before I was misdiagnosed, I had, this is going back in 1996 or 97, I had a lot of stress and anxiety. I was launching the debit card program for the United States and a little bit of stress. And I'm popping chocolate-covered coffee beans, and I'm working from 7 a.m. 
to two or three o'clock in the morning, and I'm on about four hours sleep and a prayer, <laughs> right? Um, I didn't have the terminology for this at the time. I have the terminology now. I had racing thoughts, and I'm being called to share that because if you have racing thoughts, which means your thoughts are nonstop, okay, you have an opportunity to bring calm to that. And I'm not diagnosing and I'm not uh, giving medical advice here, but there are a lot of easy ways to do it. Ashwagandha, frankincense, basil, holy basil, uh, astragalus root, chamomile. You know, there's all these different herbs that support GABA, you know, um, help with calming uh, your brain so that you can be present in the moment and here. And why is that so important relative to here to love? Well, because if you can't be present, you can't receive the love. And my husband and I were talking the other day And we were doing one of our healing sessions together. We often do joint healing sessions together. And during the session, he got a flashback to the moment we met in 2018, um, back where he worked in Palatine, Illinois. And he goes, I don't know why I went back there. And I said, oh, it's where we met. And he goes, yeah. And I said, hmm. I said, they want me to receive your admiration that you've had for me since the day you met me. And they're asking me to receive that, that love. And so I did. See, I was so programmed and have been so programmed not to be lovable that no matter how much he loved me from the day he met me and I loved him, I wasn't receiving it. And so I share this and I'm being real and raw with you so that you can ask yourself, are you receiving the love? And is it because they're not giving it to you or because you're choosing to block it like I was? (laughs) Right? And it's okay either way, but you have to know where you're at in order to make the change. Anything, guys, you guys want to add to that? Jen, I know you do. And you should feel free to um, share openly, like like on our conversations, because I'm an open book. There are times when it's just that awareness, right? And if we choose to look at things from the negative perspective, we think, you know, oh, this person is doing something to me. And we may not recognize 
components of love and care. Like when I think my mother is being controlling, you know, then maybe I am dismissing her love and concern. don't receive you're also rejecting and I think you really need to like sit with that one for a moment you someone loves on you you reject it cancel 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 Uh, you reject that and now they're getting the rejection of their affection which lowers their vibration and yours And they're like, nah, you know, but, uh, then I feel like, oh, I, I, I was trying to give them love. I was trying to give them something nice or trying to be affectionate or or simply, you know, kind. And it's like, ah, I didn't get received. Well, and I'm good. It's ah, so interesting. You know, so many people know I'm married to my twin flame. And. Um, I just had a, an epiphany here. Um, wow. So, uh, so a twin flame, first of all, for those people who don't know what that is, uh, one soul splits and, and, you know, divides and becomes two people. And, and when you're at the right point in time, uh, whatever, you know, because we split uh, how many generations ago? 18 generations ago. And now we're here. We've been married in many lifetimes. And, um, but now we're here married and we're really co-creating the right things together. And um, one of the, uh, and I have his permission to share whenever, but uh, Andrew has a tendency to go to no sometimes, 
well, a lot. And I <laughs> love him anyway, right? Like my mom, who's whatever. And it just occurred to me, as we were talking about receiving, I was seven or eight. I was eight years old. I always went to know. I had to be critical, and I had to show people my power as an eight-year-old. <laughs> okay? My beautiful father went out and bought me the most amazing horse. His name is Jarful. And he says to me, Jody, I bought this horse. His name is Jarful. He's for the school. So he, he had uh, built uh, the largest horse complex in the world uh, called Blue Ribbon Horse Complex out of Northbrook, Illinois. And he goes, I bought this horse, Jarful, and I, I need you to check him out for me. Oh, no, Dad. I don't know. I don't think he's good. You know, I, I give all the reasons why this horse isn't good, the eight-year-old. And I don't know, I remember if it was my mom who pulled me aside or maybe one of the school teachers, like, hey, he bought that horse for Yale. Dad, I love it. It's amazing. Let me get on it now. <laughs> because... I was taught to go to know whether it was a past lifetime, this lifetime. I don't know. doesn't matter. It's what I did. And instead, and, you know, it almost broke his heart. And I'm sure it actually did at one point. I'm hearing it did. So I, I apologize, Dad. And um, but the thing is, what I now teach is how to find people right and to find something right about everything that you do. Find people right. Find, find something right. Find something right in the experience, the lesson. Um, even if you don't like, you know, you, gotta, you just got to find someone right. And it can't be made up. You really need to find them right because they'll see right through you because there's a vibration to judgment, right? <laughs> So you can't make up finding them right. And really I'd say, okay, what is it that I can see that, that's right about this experience? Like, what, was there a learning for me? You know, what was it? Go ahead. Uh, another level, and because um, right and wrong, there's judgment in that. Oh, God bless. Yes, there is. Uh, I would go to, to what can I appreciate about this person? What can I appreciate about the situation? Then that lets go of that judgment of right or wrong. It goes to gratitude. It goes to a level of love. So I love this. I was typing it as you said it. It says, so exchange. What do I find right with? What do I appreciate? Awesome. Great teacher. Thank you. Yeah. Moonshot black. And we got Kristen here. Let me just segue back for a moment, please. She says, we can only love and accept another person's love or give love to another as much as we love and accept ourselves. Absolutely. 
And she says, determining we are worthy 100% of love was my biggest, one of my biggest hurdles all day. You know, there's a, a friend of mine, her name is Kit, and I can't seem to, I had a little sticky note, it's somewhere around here. Oh, it's right here, hold on. My friend Kit says to me, and it's a quote, but she, uh, it's actually someone else's quote. She wasn't sure who it was. I, I did look it up. She says, you can only meet people as deeply as they have met themselves. So going with what Chris is saying, we can only love and accept another person's love or give love to another as much as we love and accept ourselves. Well, if we haven't gone in and had a conversation with, you know, moi, right, ourselves, you haven't met yourself at that level, which means you can't accept yourself at that level. You can't love yourself at that level. Thoughts? I know you do. <laughs> Go. Um, so I want to share some thoughts. Um, I totally agree with with that, and uh, I am aware of, of that. Um, I feel, and I've actually experienced this, uh, you know, that as more genuine you are, you know, the, the more you can be loved, like your true self. Because we often hide parts of ourselves, uh, you know, for just different reasons. You know, we, we're we tend to do that. Um, I mean, I, I when I first started, I, I I did. You know, I like I. It was almost having like a like a like a double life. Like you know, I had a spiritual side, but it was only seen in my spiritual community. Mm. So my work life was my work life, and I never mixed the two. And then I had you know my like personal life, and that was completely different. So it's like it, it was almost like different people depending on you know my environment and it was very very interesting and, and I would I would have conversations with with people and be like you know why is it that you know I, I only like you know like I, I, I can't find more people like me more people with love intent and you know and that's when it kind of was you know I understood it was brought to my attention that well it's like it's a, it's a limiting thought because you keep you know separating your life, you know, and literally having three different parts of your life, then you're never going to find spiritual people at work, right? Because you keep them separate, or you're never going to find spiritual people at, you know, at other personal things that I, <clears throat> where I was, that I was doing. And it wasn't until I decided to basically be me everywhere that I started noticing, you know, like, uh, spiritual people at work is when I started basically letting people know at work, you know, that, you know, I would start wearing my hero love shirt and people would ask. And then all of a sudden they're like, oh yeah, you know what? I, like, I believe in that or I agree with that. Or, you know, all of a sudden I started noticing, you know, like people would come up and approach me and start talking to me about, you know, spiritual topics or just deep topics. And, and there was, it was basically that. And then another thing that I do is the dancing, you know, and, and, you know, that's kind of my entertainment. And that was the same thing happened there. So like, I, you know, I 
I had this mindset that, well, there's no spiritual people in the dance community, which is totally wrong, which is because, uh, you know, I mean, first of all, I'm there, right? So I can't say that. Uh, that's how I'm then. So it's like, you know, but it, it, it was basically a decision that I made, you know, to just be myself everywhere I go. And then that opened up a whole new world. So now, like, I notice or or realize that there is a, a lot of you know people that practice um, spiritual you know love and and you know healing and all these other things everywhere you know so it was it was basically something that i i limited myself so the more genuine you are then people can actually see you for what you are so that was one of the things that I, I learned to, to do, to not separate, you know, like what I am, you know, to show myself as I am. And, you know, some people uh, don't like being, I guess, it, it provides or it gives off a, like a vulnerability. Mm-hmm. It feels vulnerable to be authentic. Yeah. But, I mean, honestly, and, you know, I, there's you can't be yourself without that well and I would assert that you actually feel I feel more at this point vulnerable by being inauthentic because it makes me feel off balance and fractured and if I'm fractured then I can't if I'm fractured then I can't do the work that I'm here to do so, Chris says, Carlos, magnificent story. Thank you for sharing. So true. Thank you, Chris. And thank you, Carlos. Right? So, um, it's, a, it's a real thing, what you're talking about. Showing up one place at work, one place in your personal life, one place at the dance life, one place, you know, like, who are you going to be, right? And we do have two callers, and every time I switch these, um, go from one screen to the next, I, I get popped out of StreamYard. So if you see me pop out, that's why. <laughs> so I'm going to take a caller real quick, uh, 773-450, and then we're going to take 312-671. And then I have to still run downstairs. I have to get Fagel and Tinkerbell because they want to come up and share what they – they're all about the love. So um, let's just uh, 773-450, bring you on the line. It's 939. Sue. Hello. Uh, welcome to Self-Cell Care, the female solution. What's your name and what you calling back? Good morning, Jody. You Good morning. Obadiah. Hi, Obadiah. How are you? Wonderful. I had something to add to that. You know, you were talking about good vibes and positive, positive energy and all of that. Okay, so I had a friend that was, like, going through some real stuff, and they are like, oh, God, this is horrible. So we had a conversation, and I told them, you got to be careful. Just because one part of your life not working, you can't afford to get emotional. We have a lot of baskets we have to fill. We tend to do that thing where, oh, this is not working. Then you get all frustrated and throw everything out. That's when it's time for you to work on the other basket. So just to, to finish the story, so – she was all upset and stuff like that. Before that evening, when, before I could even call back in two or three hours, 
She called me talking about all the exciting things that had happened since that short period of time. When you change your mind and start thinking positive instead of being defensive and negative, then all the opportunities in the universe start coming towards you because you're directing that. It's important to stay. Oh, hold on, Obadiah. Hold on. So Charles Key says he can't hear the caller. So let me share what's going on so that uh, they can hear your story, okay? Okay. Thank you, Charles, for letting us know. Thank you, Chris, for letting us know. So what Obadiah, Obadiah is on, uh, on the line, and he's sharing that. And Obadiah, correct me if I miss something, okay? Because I, I mm-hmm. try to do my best to be an active listener. Um, basically, that, um, that you had a friend who was kind of looking at the, ca- the, the cup half empty versus half full. Is that right? Correct. Okay. And so she was looking at the negative versus the positive, and then, short, and then um, you know, you kind of coached her, right? Gave her a different direction, yeah? Right. And, it's, it's, a and, men, it's a mental move. Yeah, it's a mental move. Because you, about the mental yeah, mind. you have to stay positive to draw those things to you. Your opportunities are always coming your way. The question is, are you prepared? Right. And so you what, prepare ahead what of time? I was hearing was that, because uh, Obadiah, they can't hear you, um, that Blog Talk were just having, you know, a, a little snap oh, today. Yeah. So okay. what Obadiah is sharing is that um, that then she called back a short, you know, short time after, and she shifted her mindset to focus on all the positive things <laughs> that were happening to her in the universe, like, or work, or wherever, and so we have a choice in the matter, Obadiah, yes, right? We have a choice in the matter Correct. about how we look at life. So, and, and that's what directs it. Either you're going to be depressed and feeling bad, or you're going to look for some light at the end of the tunnel, and then you can jump on that light. Right. You and create so your own. You, you can choose to, when, when you make this choice, that choice directs, the rest of how everything comes out, how you perceive it, how people perceive you. And so if you want to, um, you know, uh, get more bad in the world, think bad thoughts. You want more good in the world or, you know, positive things, think positive thoughts. And, and you know, I will just say this, Obadiah, that um, um, the other day a friend of mine called me. Um, he was in an upset because uh, someone at work, quit and um, they have this big thing happening. I don't want to give too many details because, you know, mm-hmm. they listen to the yes, show. And um, and the, the person was very concerned. Like, I don't know how we're going to do the, the one thing we need to do without that person. I said, you know, I said, there's always divine intervention. God always has a plan. So you have to give that to God and let, get, put it in God's hands to handle that. And like, um, and so we stayed in his upset for a little bit and um, found out like a couple of hours later, there was somebody who wanted to transfer into Georgia to support what that person needed, um, who does that job like perfectly, right? You know? Right. <laughs> and I said, right. Plan. So. Right. Um, so, you know, I would say this, Jolie. Opportunities always present themselves. I ask the question, are you prepared? Because, you know, in life, 
we spend so much time with the wrong group of people, wasting time on conversations that don't add up to nothing instead of staying let me, focused let me sure on what we're that. supposed to do. Unfortunately, I got to keep it short because I got to remember everything you're saying. Um, so you're saying that we uh, maybe uh, we're surrounding ourselves, some of us are surrounding ourselves with the wrong people uh, that are not uh, necessarily vibrating uh, in the way that uh, furthers our mission. Is that right? Correct. And it's more serious than that. Say, for instance, if you have two choices, you choose to cut the television on and sit there and watch it for two hours. What would happen if you took the great outdoors and walked out the door and see what's out there nature-wise? When you come back well, from two hours of the great outdoors. Watching, yeah, hold on, Obadiah. So Obadiah is comparing watching TV to uh, going for a walk. And Obadiah couldn't agree with you more. He's saying, like, you know, like, compare those two vibrations. So we don't really watch uh, television in this house. Um, we'll put on a movie or listen to music through it. Um, and, like, last night we went into our peace room and hung out with our birds and loved on them you know, and, and prayed, right? Like the prayer. So Right. Uh, See how you're making the decision to do something different. But television is a marketing tool that controls your mind, and you allow it to do that? And Obadiah well, you can just cut it, it off? Television is a marketing tool used to control our mind. So, Obadiah, I'm going to ask you to call back on another day because um, uh, we have only 15 more minutes, and I'm so sorry, but it's kind of hard. No one else can hear you but me, so it's kind of like a, an exclusionary. Oh, wow, that's rough, ain't it? But anyway, I just wanted to put those tidbits out there so instead of wasting time, we could move forward, right? I'm so with you, Dolly. Yeah, I'm so I with appreciate you. It. You know we're always on the same point, Dolly. We're always on the same page. I just like to, you know, what you call that, reaffirm it. Thanks so much. Have a great one. Listen to the rest of the show, by the way. All right. Love you, Jody. Love you, too. Love you. All right, so we're gonna, um, I'm not going to take the next caller because we don't want to have a repeat performance. Um, what is it that you want to make sure people know about right now, Carlos, about being here to love? Um, I think I think one of the biggest uh, things that I want to share is that, you know, we, we have uh, people that are – trying to spread love, uh, live with a love intent. Um, you know, I, 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 when I started, uh, you know, it was, it was bad. Like I wanted to find, you know, and I, I decided to create, you know, care to love to kind of have a, a center point for everyone to, you know, to connect, um, to create a community, uh, and, and that's how it started.
and it doesn't have to be, you know, like anything too big. Carlos, I'm going to let you carry on here for a minute and share about this while I bring on my two girls who also want to share about love, but they are downstairs in their condo. And so I've got your website up and I would be grateful if you would share with people how they can connect with you um, so that if they, especially if they live, whether how they connect with you in Georgia, how they connect with you if they live outside of Georgia, like all of that. Okay. Yes. Yes. Okay. You can uh, reach me through the uh, contact us and the website at herelove.net. And you can also look for upcoming events uh, through our events page. Uh, We have several regular events. Uh, If you're in the Georgia area, uh, we do have an in-person event uh, in the Atlanta, Georgia area. Uh, We also have uh, online events, and uh, we have currently – an event coming up in New Jersey, and we also have an event next month in Lima, Peru. So there'll be more details online, but uh, right now we're working out all the uh, location and all those uh, details. But they are coming, so if you're in any of those areas, whether it's in New Jersey, central New Jersey, and um, or in Atlanta, you can keep uh, an eye on our um, information through the events page. You can also join us or contact us directly uh, through the website. Oh, Jody's not back yet. <laughs> I don't hear you, Jen. Um, here, can you? I can hear you. Okay. So, um, what is something you do that shifts you back into love when you are in a more lower vibration? Well, I think personally, I, you know, I, I, I'd like to, um, not just to start simple, like, like I said, being mindful of what the blessings that I have throughout my day. And then I also like to, uh, you know, do some practices. So I, I, I like being in nature, uh, you know, enjoying nature and, and I, you know, that often helps me kind of be present, you know, and, you know, just, I like to talk about love and I like, just, I try to take any opportunity to, you know, you know, share a smile and just, share thoughts and discussion, you know, and uh, love and so we have, we're back. Uh, so we had Tinkerbell and Fagala. Say hi to Fagala, Carlos. Because your first introduction to her, is that right? <laughs> so, and this is Tinkerbell. Come on, Tinker, say hello to Carlos and go right back to your condo. Okay, she's not coming up. We're not going to make her. So, um, Fagla always talks about love and starting about heart. Start start with heart is what she always says. Um, So say hi to Carlos, Fagla. Say hi to Jen. Okay. 
So, um, what do you do? You have anything oh, interesting? She says you guys have lovely. She says Carlos and Jen have done such a good job about talking about love. She says I don't really have to share. I thought you needed to come up and, and share everything. She goes, no, I just wanted to meet Carlos. Say hi to Auntie Jen. So that's that's really quite the compliment, Dolly, because you're like the big one on love. She's dying. Now I'm just going to be the clown. Woo-hoo. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Mwah. All right. So we have a couple other comments here. Deborah Smith says, Grand rising. If one feels submerging themselves into a body of water could cleanse them spiritually and expand their love of life and each other, where in the USA would anyone recommend? Um, I, you know... Um, I used to live in Hot Springs. <laughs> it is a very, very lovely, uh, lovely place. And it's a kind of a matter of perspective, right? So, yes, there are places that are commercialized. And, um, however, there, for example, in Hot Springs itself, there's Lake Washka. And so there is a huge lake. So... Lake Wasa is, is actually quite wonderful and the energy and there's special algae in the water and now being on top of a crystal mine, you know, that would be a lovely place to do it. Um, you, um, I don't specifically know of, you know, I don't have a specific place in mind in the U.S. However, um, if... Um, I do. Uh, it just came to me. So I, I, they told me to key in Sedona, and which is Arizona, very hot and dry. But I keyed it in, and it and this does feel right to me. So let me just uh, share on the screen. Um, so Sedona. So I used to live in Arizona um, for a few years, and I'm not referring to the water park there. But I'm referring to this. It's called, uh, it says, then relax on its beach in the shade of cottonwood trees. It's called the uh, section of the Wet Beaver Creek, located 18 miles south of Sedona. So um, Sedona is probably one of the most healing places I have been other than Georgia. Um so, Deborah, that's the channel that came through. It doesn't mean, you know, that it doesn't mean that it's right, but it does feel very good to me, for, and it feels good to me for you. Actually, it feels like they're saying it's really good for you. If this is for you, this is good for you. If you're asking for somebody else, I don't know. Yeah, so, so my suggestion is to ask to be guided to the place that is, um, the most healing for you and for whatever 
uh, intention you have. Because even, for example, Sedona is a, it's a very commercialized, however, you're asking for a place that's healing for you, then you'll be guided to that despite a place that may be very commercialized, right? So it may, you may be led to something um, that's specifically right for what you wish to do and what you wish to heal or expand. Um, when we ask, we receive answers and therefore. Mm -hmm. And therefore we receive those answers. So I did put the link that I found, Deborah, in the thread and then, you know, look at that. But I, I agree with Jen um, that you ask for guidance from spirit. So, um, Carlos, if you want to, um, I've already, uh, actually, I'm just going to put this, I've been, um, I had your website up here to love. And what I'm going to do is also put that in the thread so people can connect with you on that website. And um, uh, so it's here to love.net. And, um, you know, reach out. And, and you also have a meetup. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, so some of our discussions are on the meetup platform, and so it's one of those places that I advertise local events and online events. Um, so, yeah, if you're a member of meetup, you can find us there as well. Um, yeah. So, um, and the blog talk is ending, and again, I apologize. I know who's ever calling the 312671, you've had your hand up, but we can't hear coming through on blog talk. So, um, you know, I apologize. We're not taking the calls today in blog talk. Forgive me. Um, it's a technology issue and not a personal issue. So um, I just, you know, want to thank you both for uh, being on the show today. Um, such a blessing to have you both. Um and I encourage, yeah, and I, you're welcome. And I encourage my listeners uh, to reach out to both Jen and to Carlos. And um, Jen, I need, I mean, I have your website. Um, what, actually, can you tell me your website again, Jen? My website is livingluck.com. Oh, yeah. And you know what? I have that in here. Hold on. So, uh, brand. Comment. Here, just for everyone listening or watching. Yep, and I have it in here. There we go. So, okay, so, um, and I also have that one. TT. <laughs> so, um, oh, yeah, thank you. Oh, so you already put it in there for me. Um, and I had it in from the other week. So next week we have Miles Rubin. He's a hypnotherapist. Um, and uh, he's really amazing. He also accesses a higher consciousness. And I invite you all to listen in next week with Miles Rubin. Um, and we have one more comment here. And we're thankful and grateful that you showed up at the show. Um, and Deborah says, blessing. She says, I do trust. Thank you for that. Um, and we will be having Jen and Carlos back on the show. We will uh, um, 
talk about how we uh, go about getting you back and sharing more and uh, like that and hopefully um, without technical complications next time because it's just a little bit more fun. But we have to be agile, right? (laughs) Anything you could give, something you want to share before we go? I do have something I would like to share, like a gift to everyone who is on the show and listening in or watching today. And um, what I would like to give is an angelic template that is about love. So it contains everything there is to know throughout time and space about love. Mm-hmm. Loving others unconditional love, loving source and creation, mm. um, everything there is to know. And it is, I'm going to drop it into everybody's energetic field. And if you're watching the replay, it will also be dropped into your field as well. And it will be a fine guidance, divine guidance to help you access it so that you can understand and know love and recognize love and give love and receive love unconditionally. So that is my gift to everyone. I feel that. Thank you. Thank you. I really feel that. That's amazing. And that's just a tip. I can feel, I also know that. That's just a, that's what they're showing me now. Wow. <laughs> okay, everybody breathe that in. Wow. And this is why Jen is a mentor of mine. <laughs> and Jody, the here to love it is H E R E rather than H E A R. H E on your screen. Oh. Oh my goodness. So let me just change that, shall I? I was like trying to edit so we could, you know, do both at the same time and not keep on going back and forth. So I just did a copy paste from your website. That would have been a good thing to do. It's just the last thing. There you go. See, so you can run, if there's someone out there who wants to run a podcast or do something live, I just gave you permission to do that and not do it perfectly and still show up to do it anyway. (laughs) Because it doesn't matter. I mean, it matters, but, you know, like what I'm trying to say is, you know, things are always, yeah, right. Things just, things happen. So um, I'm not going to beat my, so I I actually just feel like I need to say this. Not going to beat myself up for that, nor have I ever, Okay. Um, and so I know that there's somebody here listening who needs to hear that. Like they, like there's, they get this fear when they get online or they're, um, I think it may be one of my sisters with the microphone. So you don't have to feel that people make, people make like do things like not how they're supposed to be done often. And it's okay. You just go, it's, it's, it's next plot twist, right? Uh, 
Plot twist. Okay, here you go. Here's the next. Here's the next plot. It's an opportunity to connect to love and be loving and forgiving and patient. As as it's life, things come up. You know, unexpected things. Um, require correction or adjustments or adapting and we get to do that and be in amusement and be with love with love yeah yeah well and yeah and there's a lot of joy with that there's a lot of joy with that when we get to choose that instead (sighs) Well, thank you, thank you, thank you. We are a little bit over time, but of course we lost time. But, you know, uh, if you hang out, we can look at some dates. So give me a minute, and I will um, end the different broadcasts. Let me just start with uh, blog. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.